This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by The Health Network. The Health Network is an innovative advertising platform with more than 30 digital monitors and almost a dozen different medical waiting rooms throughout Tallahassee. With a diverse mix of medical practices, The Health Network provides advertisers unmatched visibility to a highly engaged audience while directly connecting with target consumers through static and video ads. To learn how your business can effectively reach over 60,000 patients and guests per month, visit THNAdvertising.com. Well, hello, everybody. It's great to uh, be with you today. My name is Sue Dick, and I'm president of the Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce and so excited to have Christique Henry with us today. You know, Christique, yeah. I was trying to find the best way to introduce you, and I think um, servant leader, winner <laughs> with Leadership Tallahassee, Leadership Tallahassee Class 38. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. Oh, well, I'm still processing. I, you it's know, been almost a week, Christy. It's been almost, it's been probably a little over that. And I still am, I am really, pro- this is a big deal. Yeah. It's it a huge a deal. deal. Well, it's uh, congratulations. And you do wear so many different titles in the community. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But thanks for all that you do and, and everything that you're trying to make a difference in. Well, thank you, Chamber, for all of y'all's support for everybody, even the stuff that people don't see. Well, thank you, Christine. So we are here to talk about um, another large project. We're coming up on it in its second year, and it's the second soul of the Southside Festival. And you, you referenced it as really as a movement. So the dates of this, we want everybody to make a note and want them to, at the end of the conversation, we'll make sure that people can go find the information, but it's May 14 to 21st, second year. So Mm -hmm. tell our listeners, what is it and what can they expect and and what would you want our listeners to do? Okay, well, um, the Soul of Southside Festival is an equity in place initiative of the Southside Redevelopment Advisory Council um, in partnership with a lot of great organizations in Southside, like the South City Foundation, Um, and other partners that are perennially involved in lifting and bringing uh, vibrancy to Tallahassee Southside. We definitely are grateful for the partnership with the business community, with the chambers, um, Greater Tallahassee Chambers. But its sole goal is to to bring, bring out this experiment. What does it look like to intentionally design a microeconomic venture that brings impact to small businesses, that brings venue to local artists, um, and local performers that brings visibility to an to an under I don't want to say underserved but just really an underexposed community that is Tallahassee Southside. Um, I have my story of my love for the community, but it echoes many, many, many stories, many, many people who have heart ownership of Tallahassee Southside and its neighborhoods. And of course, it being in the shadow of the great Florida A&M University, there's so much love, so much passionate activism that is in that community. I'm not the only one. I was trained by a lot of them, right? So what you see from me comes off the shoulders of many of those legendary and historic and impactful men and women that advocated in a community that had its share of disparities, that had its share of under-resource or underutilization or under or inequities. And so what does it look like to intentionally put an initiative in place that addresses those inequities and that makes itself accountable for bridging gaps, but not only just bridging gaps, but devising and and bringing about unity among all sectors within a given place. That's what you get with the Soul of Southside Festival. And last year in our inaugural year, we, I think we blew our own self out the water. It's important to understand this. 
we were in a post-COVID environment, we were only given the mandate to have uh, 50% of the venue even utilized. So that includes volunteers, that includes, you know, vendors and people that would come and enjoy. And we had a documented 3217 attendees for that event last year, all of the events. I mean, those are unduplicated folks, right? So we know people came to stuff over and over again, but in essence, for a first year festival to attract over 3,000 people to participate in a post-COVID environment with restrictions, I mean, I don't even know what you do with that, right? Um, And it was a three-day festival that um, happened on May, the weekend of emancipation in Tallahassee, which is a very special time for our Tallahassee community and um, the SOS Festival. We really do um, support and acknowledge the work of local historians and leaders in that space of emancipation and its recognition for the community. But I think the most important thing to acknowledge is that I think we had a little PTSD after we finished last year's festival because it just was so much packed into three days. And so uh, this year's festival, as you stated earlier, is May 14th through the 21st. Because we did not want to leave with trauma this year, we thought, hey, we'll space out these events. We'll, we'll, We'll bridge it over and we'll get into some of those events in a moment. But now it's looking like we might have a replay of the PTSD from last year Due to the essential and and wonderful power of partnership, there's so much demand for access to the schedule. And that's what we are really excited about. So we look forward to cranking it out. It's gotten so crazy that we have a pre-festival forum coming up on the 22nd and 23rd that's going to take place at Old West Enrichment Center dealing with Southside Placemaking. And it's going to be phenomenal. And, And so we have a festival season upon us and we definitely look forward to sharing with everyone what that looks like and how they can get involved. Well, I mean, there's so much information to dig into. I think for our listeners, maybe let's just take a quick moment. And if, if the listener that's out there wanting to know if it's something they want to go to or what avenue would be important, whether it's the youth for the youth entrepreneurship, but maybe if you can give two, three, four different scenarios of who will want to make sure they're there and not miss it. Absolutely. So your youth entrepreneurs and business, your kids that are definitely business inclined, they do not want to miss it. Families that are interested in health, fitness, awareness, they don't want to miss it. Business folk in our community that are interested in expanding their connections, expanding their network, they don't want to miss it. And just regular folk that just want to come and have a really good time, they don't want to miss it. We, you know, we have a whole bunch of different opportunities present on the schedule. We can get to that schedule if you'd like right now. So we kick off the uh, schedule on May 14th and we do a 5K at 7.30 that morning over at Lake Anita Plaza, which is kind of ground zero for the SOS Fest, for the Solar Southside Festival. And we are doing that from 7 until 11. Then from 11 until 4, the bond community is doing a bond community block party. So we are encouraging people to go over to bond. We're not coordinating that, but we're in partnership with it. We're we're asking people to go at 2 p.m. Now, this is on May 14th. We're having a youth entrepreneurship expo and pitch competition where we'll be giving away over $3,000 in cash prizes to youth-based businesses. We have 35 slots available. We've already filled 15 of them. Um, We are looking to fill the remaining of them. And that is in partnership with WFSU. It'll be held at WFSU Studio. And this is really cool because WFSU haven't really had a formal kind of re-grand opening from COVID. So we're kind of going to bust their doors open with this uh, youth entrepreneurship um, event there. And that'll happen at 2 o'clock to 5 p.m. 
Then on the 15th, we move over to another location historic in Southside Jacob Chapel, where we'll be doing our historic um, and inspirational kickoff. And it'll have all of the old time hymns, all the old time songs, all the way up through contemporary inspirational music. We'll have um, speakers, people that will encourage and inspire. It's really, really not a show. It's really a time of inspiration and encouragement. Um, and so that will start at 3 p.m. and it will go to 5 p.m. Probably it probably go over because I know how we do, but um, it's going to be phenomenal. Shout out to Jacob Chapel for hosting us. Um, amazing event. Local um, inspirational artists will be there from all over Tallahassee. So that's going to be amazing. Um, then we go on to Monday. Monday is our press day. That's our day that we've appropriated to talk to our press, to have a media day. So everybody will know how to direct everyone moving forward through the week. And then Tuesday, we're going to be in partnership hosting a session um, more than likely with Black and Black on Black Ron. Um, we're we're finalizing the details on that, but that'll be an opportunity opportunity for us to push folk into experiences that are already in Tallahassee Southside. That Poetry Night is huge. He's had it for almost 15 years in the Southside. So we look forward to supporting that effort. Then on Wednesday, they're having a set over at the Signature Lounge, which is another place over in Southside. That's a venue for entertainment. They're having a jazz night there. Um, local and graduate um, students from local schools will be there doing a jazz set. We're going to be uh, promoting and, and, and encouraging people to attend there. We also will have our Working Class Wednesday um, bartending session, um, celebrity bartending over at... Um, location to be announced um, because it's grown so big. we got to find a new location for it. Uh, so we'll be looking to do that from six to eight. So it's almost a whole night of stuff that's happening on Wednesday just by virtue of partnership. And then Thursday, we kick off this festival. So we started off with the seniors and their drive-by fish fry. We anticipate last year we fed over 400 seniors oh, fish wow. dinners with all the fitsons. This year, we anticipate 600 over 600. Sure, the word's out. The word is out. And people were mad last year, so we got to make sure we have extra. Um, and then from there, we flew into our afternoon of gratitude. We just inked a partnership with a Rickards graduate, um, local uh, drummer, um, who's going to host a drum competition oh. that afternoon in addition with DJing. So that'll be focused on youth and teens with an with a spin on not crime and violence per se, but just integrating youth into the aspects of community advocacy, community activism, and giving them a place where they can celebrate and they can they can be aware of what's going on within their generation. Then from there, we have our history forum. That'll be from 6 to 8.30, and that will take place at Parkview at Cascades, where we'll air our history projects, because we every year we do a history capture um, of a different topic, and this year we're focusing on our schools. So we look forward to those narratives, um, capturing those narratives about our schools. Then we roll on to, on Friday is the 20th of May. So in um, recognition and in uh, support of efforts, local efforts for the 20th of May, we'll be sharing through our platform all the opportunities for people to go to the grave um, the grave cleanings and the, you know, the graveside ceremonies and the Not House Museum and all the different things that happen up until 530 when we'll do our networking kickoff because we believe that you have to bridge emancipation with commerce. You have to bridge liberation and freedom with the ability to live free mm -hmm. and to sustain freedom. So that's why we marry both of those conversations, but we wait until the evening so everybody can have their things going on during the day. And then we have our big opening concert. We'll have vendors, we'll have music, local live music. It's going to be amazing. Um, and then on Saturday, we roll on to the uh, morning sunrise breakfast and we're expecting over 400 
attendees to that. We'll have breakfast. We'll have agencies. We're making room and accommodations for up to 150 agencies, organizations um, to be able to talk about resources and opportunities and things in Southside that they have available for residents, citizens and advocates to be able to participate with. And we're doing free breakfast. Did I say free breakfast? A, a real breakfast, Southern breakfast. Um, shout out to Marsha Cater. Um, and then on the rest of the afternoon, we'll have history tours going on from 10 to 4 of the whole South Side. Those are tours of the entire South Side. And then we'll have concerts going on live at Lake Anita all day long. And then we're going to take a little pause between 5 and 6 to get ready for the evening finale showcase. And that's because people have been out to Lake Anita all day. They might be sweaty. They might want to go home and take, a, you know, rinse off and come back and attend the finale concert. And that will take place at 6 p.m. And then we'll wrap that up around 945 and we'll close out that event from there. It's just, you know, it's a spirit. It's a it's a it's a it's a vibe. And I think that that's what's the most important thing It's making sure that this year we focus on reasserting the great things that happened last year with people coming out with meeting the needs that have been communicated to us from last year to this year through this venue. Well, and a great outline. What what a program. So what's the website if our listeners want to? It's SOSFestTLH.com. That's S-O-S-F-E-S-T-T-L-H.com. Make sure you put both of those T's in there. You won't get there. Okay. <laughs> well, and I think for our listeners, it's, it's not only for the business owners, but hopefully, and as chamber members, they know they can share any of their chamber membership information with all of their employees. And so, and this is a shout out to all the hard work. I hope our listeners will link this and spread it and, and push it to yes. other, um, their vendors and their employees and their, and their families of their employees. Because as you said, this is an opportunity for community and it's an opportunity to, to support and participate and, and really do what you've suggested is we all need to prosper. And, and I know you're wearing a lot of different hats. You, uh, you're currently on our Community Prosperity Committee. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, the Chamber has a program coming up on May 18th, um, which is talking about, it's our Prosperity Forum, and we're going to talk about housing, and thank you for doing that. Yes. So I'm going to pivot because you, with everything you do in the community, you also have business and mm. as a realtor and you and your husband. So maybe let's talk about this upcoming event as well, just briefly, and Absolutely. why it's so important, because I think it feeds into where your heart and soul is, which is on the South side. Absolutely. Well, I can say this, and maybe it's a problem we have a, the whole community wide, but there is no inventory available on Tallahassee South side. Um, last year's event, which we knew would do it right. Because when you infuse the love, people find value there. Right. And that's what the South side has done. And so now we have an issue where we have a demand, right. But we have a lot of properties that need to be, you know, they need some, some love, they need some re revitalization or they need some rehabilitation. And so um, a lot of it has been working with organizations like Community Lift Institute and other builders and developers to identify properties, blighted properties. Our local government is, is doing that as well to be able to say, hey, let's go ahead and renovate this for housing. Let's go. We, we know right now that in the South Side as a area and as a territory, um, we meet we are at about 55 uh, percent of the area median income. So newsflash for all of Tallahassee. If you didn't know, we graduated. We got a, we leveled up in income in, in terms of AMI. So we're at 75.4 in some of the estimates that I've been seeing. But the average income in Tallahassee South Side as a boundary between 43 and 55,000. So that puts a whole area at or below almost 55 to 60% of AMI. What does that mean? That means that 
60% of a given area is making 30%, 40% less than what every, every other area is making. How does that factor into prosperity? Well, we know prosperity is different, right? People live on different levels. But if we're practicing and looking at the market that we're trying to um, attain sameness, we don't need to attain sameness because, you know, we, there's no that we can't meet the needs of our community trying to have a house be worth four hundred thousand dollars in the south side. That's worth four hundred thousand in the north side because my south side neighbor can't afford that. It'll take a lot of subsidy. It'll take a lot of work for them to be able to buy and afford something like that. So that's why this prosperity conversation is so important. When we talk about equity, we're not talking about have everybody having the same thing. What we're talking about is have everybody having the same access. What a human being does with access is on them. But if public policy puts barriers or if we as citizens put barriers there, then we're losing out because we need that life to attain its highest potential here in the community. And that's why I think this prosperity forum is going to be so key so that we can give those definitions and set forth for the community what we mean when we talk about equity, because I think it's misdefined. Well, and thank you for your work. As I say, you serve on the Chamber's Community and Prosperity Committee. Sharon James is the chair. It's yes. one of our three priority areas. And, and it is a work in progress, right? It's, it's, it's talking to the community and talking to committee members like you and saying this is what is needed and, and really digging in to make a difference. So that event, again, it's on May 18th from 8 to 10 o'clock. And information can be found on the Chamber website uh, on that forum as well. But making sure our listeners mark May 14th and 21st. Mm -hmm. uh, last uh, request you have to our listeners or just. I would like to put a shameless plug for partnership out there. Um, we want we function the equity of the. Let me say this correctly. Three of the tenets of what we call equity in practice um, is based upon three three concentric circles. And they include engagement, diversity and inclusion. And so when we approach this project and we approach this movement, those are the things that we're looking at. How is our engagement? How are we doing on engagement? Are we making this event available to everyone that will want to participate? Even if they don't want to, they were given the opportunity, right? Are we making sure we're inclusive of all thought spaces, right, within our planning, within a given frame, right? Because some thought spaces may not be germane to the history and may, to the history and the and, and what we're doing here. But we are making it available and we are trying to do what we can to bridge those conversations with diversity of thought leaders. And of course, we get to diversity. Right. And it's not just, you know, racial diversity. It's age diversity. It's background diversity. It's ethnic diversity. It's it's professional diversity. It's, it's, it's intellectual diversity. And so we want to make sure. And we know that this is a marathon and not a sprint, right? Because people got to first see what you're doing and know you're committed to it. I know how it works in Tallahassee, but we are really uh, excited and we're really thankful for people who have onboarded early with this movement and see its potential and see its heart. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that we put out there to all of our chamber members, all of our chamber businesses, you can decide how you want to partner with us. You can partner with us by contribution. We would love that. Thank you very much. You can partner with us by volunteering. We would really, really love that. Experiential relationship building is was a key outcome for last year. I think that's what people remarked on the most, how they were able to interact with so many people in a place that they had never really, really been. And then if you would like to actually 
partner with an event or, or just be be present in a meaningful way during the festival. We're a month out. We're still seeking this all call for partnerships. We do want to make sure that we give everyone the opportunity. And, and even if it's not this year, let us sit down and talk to you about this movement because it is a movement. It's not just a one and done event. This is a movement of relationships and hopefully unity within our community. Christine, you're, you know, you're very humble and you always want to push credit to other people and people that know Christine Henry know that um, how much heart and soul you put into it. But there are other partners at the table. Oh, man, I, I want to make sure that I say we have the most amazing planning team ever working with the Soul Southside Festival that is coming from all areas of disciplines, thoughts, capabilities. I mean, it's just amazing. I just want to give a shout out from history to, you know, fundraising to to everyone. It's just an amazing team that we're working with and we'll have more. We'll be pushing out on them later. They don't they don't know this. They're, they're going to get featured in something, but they are amazing. So I want to make sure I give credit to them all. Many of them members of leadership, Tallahassee. Class 38 or in general? All across the board. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 